What is up, guys? It is Quinn here, and in today's video, I'm going to be running through my start sits at the quarterback position. So going through all 16 Week 2 matchups, listing every starting quarterback as either a start or a sit. So basically, it just comes down to do I trust them in my lineup, or would I rather have them on my bench or you know on waiver wires if you know they're not rosterable? If you guys have any fantasy questions before I do jump into it, trade advice, start sits, uh, waiver wire, just drop those down below. I'll be getting back to every single person who comments. All I ask is that if you guys, you know, are watching the video, you enjoy the content, asking questions, just do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. It really helps me out a bunch. But enough of me talking through the intro. Let's jump into the first game of the week. A great Thursday night football matchup here between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Let's be honest here. We don't need to waste everyone's time. You're obviously starting Justin Herbert and you're obviously starting Patrick Mahomes. Two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL locked into your starting lineups. Moving over to Sunday, we have the Dolphins taking on the Ravens. For the Dolphins, going to be sitting Tua here. Maybe, you know, he starts to emerge as a fringe top 12 guy. It's just that when we have all 32 teams playing, 16 games going on, it's tough if you're in like a 10 or 12 team league to have Tua as your starting quarterback. So I think once we start getting into bye weeks, he is someone who could fill in as a start. But at this point, he is going to be a sit. For the Ravens, you're firing up Lamar Jackson, another one of these elite quarterback options. Then we've got the Jets taking on the Browns. Going to start a uh, kind of slow run here on the quarterback position. Looks like Joe Flacco is still going to be the guy here in week two. Not interested. Same thing on the other side with Jacoby Brissett. I feel like it's pretty clear. You're obviously not starting Flacco or Brissett for fantasy football. Moving over to the Commanders-Lions game. Carson Wentz coming off of a really big week one performance. To be totally honest, I kind of feel like this is an outlier performance. I don't think he's going to be doing this even close to consistently. I think he's going to be sitting at like that 15 point per game number. Maybe he's a guy similar to Tua where once we start to get into bye weeks in a good matchup, he could, you know, slide in as a QB for you if your guy's on bye, injured, whatever it is. But here in week two, I just can't have him as a start. Basically, same thing with Jared Goff here. Solid weapons around him, just not a ton of confidence that he can put it together consistently. Then we have the Colts taking on the Jaguars. Matt Ryan had an up and down week one, still getting used to this offense, getting used to the weapons around him. He kind of is going to fall into that same tier. I don't want to keep saying the same thing, but week two, no bye weeks going on. We can't have Matt Ryan in our starting lineup. He's going to have some decent games in some solid matchups. This may be one of them, but I don't think he can crack like a top 12 or even maybe a top 15 this week. Then for the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, he's going to have to put some solid performances together before he becomes fantasy relevant in one quarterback leagues. Finally into a matchup with some starts here. We've got the Buccaneers taking on the Saints, and I actually have both of these quarterbacks listed as starts. For the Bucs, pretty obvious here, Tom Brady didn't have a great week one. Bucks moved the ball well, looked like he was connecting with his new weapons, Julio getting very involved. They just didn't really convert those into touchdowns. Those games are going to happen. I'm not concerned about this Bucks offense. A little concerned about the offensive line, but I still think Brady can get it done. On the other side with the Saints, we know the Bucks run defense is very, very tough. I think they're going to rely on Jameis Winston, and I think he can put together a solid game. This really isn't like some unstoppable Bucks secondary, so I think Winston can put together a nice performance, you know, Throwing to Michael Thomas, Kamara, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave. This should be an interesting game. The Saints always play the Bucs close and give them a really tough time. Then back to some of the rougher quarterback matchups. 
Panthers taking on the Giants, sitting Baker Mayfield and sitting Daniel Jones. Neither of these guys at this point in the season, you know, should be even considered in 12-team leagues as starts. Pretty similar here with this uh, Patriots-Steelers matchup. Mac Jones dealing with some back issue. Wasn't going to be a start, you know, even without that. With the back issue, he most definitely is not a start. And then for the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky's a sit. Just no ceiling there, to be honest. Like, they barely squeaked out that win against the Bengals, forcing five turnovers. And Mitch has all these weapons, and it's still just kind of a flat offense. A little bit disappointing fantasy-wise. Next game is between the Falcons and the Rams. Marcus Mariota is someone who I do think can be fantasy relevant. This is kind of a tough matchup here against the Rams defense. I know they got lit up by the Bills, but I do think this is a strong unit. So Mariota, maybe he puts a few games together, then I'd consider throwing him in as a start. He does carry that rushing upside, but I'd probably be looking at him in better matchups. This is not exactly a favorable one here against the Rams. We've got the Seahawks taking on the 49ers. I am listing Geno Smith as a sit. To be completely honest, I had very little faith in Geno Smith doing anything this season. I thought the Seahawks were going to be trash, that the offense was not going to look good, and I thought Geno Smith was not going to look good. He looked really solid on Monday night. It was pretty surprising. You know, he's obviously not going to be this elite option, but he was getting the ball out, some solid production at the quarterback position. He's still going to be a sit, but just in terms of like Metcalf, Lockett, I do think it's encouraging for those guys moving forward. On the other side with the 49ers, I do have Trey Lance listed as a start. I imagine some people are not going to be huge fans of that. I just got to stick to my guns here with Trey Lance. He is someone who I was very high on coming into the season, and I'm not going to let his third NFL start in brutal conditions with the Bears kind of ruin my perception of him. That's like the worst way to make your uh, season debut. The passing game wasn't going to be working. You know, it's just terrible conditions. I Obviously, you guys have seen the videos, like Justin Fields doing the slide where he slides literally like 15 yards because the uh, grass is just so drenched. So I think Lance can have a bounce back game here in week two. We know he has the rushing upside. So I'm going to go back to the well here with Trey Lance. Then we have the Bengals taking on the Cowboys. For the Bengals, I think Joe Burrow can bounce back. He really didn't end up having terrible production in like normal scoring. I know some dudes were leaving comments like, oh, he's a buy low. In standard leagues where, you know, you're not getting penalized super harshly for turnovers, I think he was, what, like 18 points? I believe that's what he finished at. So it really wasn't even terrible. He'll bounce back. That's like a career low game for him. He'll be fine. On the other side with the Cowboys, Dak Prescott out. Cooper Rush, don't even think about starting him. Then we have the Texans taking on the Broncos. For the Texans, sitting Davis Mills. Just not super excited about Mills for fantasy purposes, especially one quarterback leagues. For the Broncos, I think we're firing up Russ. It's going to take a little while for this offense to really come together. We've seen it over the last few years, Stafford with the Rams, Brady with the Buccaneers early on in the 2020 uh, 2020 season. But yeah, so he's going to put together, he has the weapons around him. I still think he's a start. He'll probably be like a back-end QB1 early on. And then maybe he starts to be putting up mid-tier QB1 production later on in the season. In this next matchup, two starting quarterbacks here. Cardinals taking on the Raiders. For the Cardinals, Kyler Murray still a decent production in a game where the offense was pretty brutal. You're firing up here as a start. For the Raiders, Derek Carr, not a great performance in Week 1. I think he'll bounce back. He has the weapons around him. He should be one of these like fringe top 12 guys on a consistent basis. Then moving over to the Sunday night game, we have the Bears taking on the Packers. 
Justin Fields is going to be a sit. I think he can present himself as like a QB 14, QB 13 in the future. Just want to see it. This Bears offense really hasn't done much to give him help around him. So that's the concern here with Fields, not necessarily his individual talent. On the other side, I really did wrestle with uh, having Aaron Rodgers here as a sit. Brutal week one. I'm just not going to overreact to that week one performance. I know people overreacted last year when they got lit up by the Saints. Obviously a different situation because there's no longer Devontae Adams there. I just believe in this Packers system. I believe in Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to you know, fix this. Maybe they're a little better in week two and then continue to improve. But either way, I think he's startable as a fringe option. If you're in a 10-team league, I'd hope I'd have a better option. If you're in a 12-team league, weighted at quarterback, I think he's fine. You can toss him in there. You could definitely do worse than Aaron Rodgers here in week two. Then in the first Monday night football game, we have the Titans taking on the Bills. Titans, I don't know why I said it a little weird. But for the Titans, Ryan Tannehill sitting him on the other side with Josh Allen. No-brainer start, QB1 in my opinion. And then in the final week two game, we have the Vikings traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. I like both of these quarterbacks as starts. Kirk Cousins in that new, more pass-heavy offense. And then Jalen Hurts also in a more pass-heavy offense. Elite rushing upside. Hurts is really looking like a fantastic pick with elite QB1 upside. So those are all 16 week two matchups. Start sits for the quarterbacks. Like I said at the top, if you guys did enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you made it all the way to the end, I'm guessing you did like it. I'll have my start sits for the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Those should be out. Running backs and wide receivers are definitely out. I believe the tight ends are going to be out when you're seeing this or maybe in an hour or two. So stay tuned for that stuff. I'll be putting out my week two rankings tomorrow. So breaking it down more like player by player instead of just general starts, general sits. Got more information. We'll be putting that out tomorrow. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.